Um, especially when I'm afraid, because then my fear might make that decision instead of uh, the Holy Spirit helping me and counseling me to make the decision. God's given me that. He's given us all a GPS. Um, in Numbers 27, Moses said to the Lord, May the Lord, the God of the spirits of all mankind, appoint a man over this community to go out and come in before them, one who will lead them out and bring them in, so the Lord's people will not be sheep without a shepherd, will not be like sheep without a shepherd. And in Psalm 78, but he brought his people out like a flock. He led them like sheep through the desert. He guided them safely so they were unafraid. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing that we serve a God who guides us and loves us enough to do so. Okay, second point. Sheep need to be protected, and they need healing. So obviously, around here, the main predatory uh, animals for sheep are coyotes. Um, sometimes eagles. Um, they'll, they'll take lambs when they're very young. Um, even magpies are known to peck out eyes of baby lambs. And, um, and then occasionally around here, you get the, uh, an occasional wolf or uh, cougar or something like that. But there are other predators as well, just not so common around here. And uh, that's why we have fences. Uh, now, Jan and I don't own a guard dog, but many people who raise sheep own guard dogs, and they own lots of guard dogs, or they own guard llamas, or guard donkeys, or something. And it's because sheep don't have a real defense system. They need to have something watching out for them. They need to be protected. Sometimes, as hard as this is to say, and we, I wish it weren't so, sometimes they need to be protected from each other. So we have had rams kill other rams because they fight. We've had mothers use, lay on their babies and kill them or break their legs. Isn't that awful? I just think, are you stupid or what? And then I go, yep. They're just a little bit stupid, a little bit not sure what's going on. And, and unfortunately, as much as I hate to say it, sometimes we're like that. Sometimes it's not intentional, but sometimes we hurt each other. Um, uh, above that, too, the idea of healing, that we need healing. We need, we, we, Jan and I do preventative medicine. We do vaccines and that type of thing. We treat them when they're sick or hurt. We've had one with a broken leg this year, which we, we don't cast them, but we set them and, and get their legs to be healed so they can walk again and, um, and that kind of thing. We need that doctor. We need that doctor. They need the doctor, and we need a doctor. Um, I, I hate to think that we're incapable if you guys know me really well, I like to be pretty capable. I just am kind of one of those people that 
I'm, I'm not very good about asking for help. But the truth is that sometimes we get broken to where we have to ask for help. We're incapable of helping ourselves. And sometimes we need to know that God is there healing us and protecting us and watching over us and caring for us because we're not so good at it all the time. In Matthew 9, when Jesus saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless. I think we heard that word this morning, helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. The shepherd cares for the sheep. That's what we do. I've got a little video for my point three here. And my point three is sheep need to be rescued. Okay, I'm going to move out of the way. Are you okay, sheepy? Oh no, you suck. to that video we need sometimes we get stuck and I I love this video because the whole time it's like no stop it's not working it's not working but but you know we are like sheep we just keep trying to plow through sometimes and sometimes we need to be rescued we get stuck in situations in places that we can't get out of we need God to come save us um, our own sin condemns me to death. My own sin does. And without God, I don't have a new way of life, so I needed to be rescued. God gave me that way of being unstuck. If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the 99 on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, I tell you the truth, he's happier about that one sheep 
than about the 99 that did not wander off. I kind of think that the guy in the in uh, the video was really like, he felt good when he walked away from that. That poor sheep, you know, I, I just relate to that, I do. That's the way I am. I'm stuck and I'm not listening at all. I'm not gonna calm down, I'm uh, overwrought and uh, I need someone to come and help me out of that situation. Ezekiel says, as a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so will I look after the sheep, after my sheep. This is God's promise to us. I will rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. Point four, sheep need to be fed. Um, at our house, you can pretty much he hear the sheep most times, most days, almost 24 hours a day. Maybe not for the first hour after we feed in the morning and in the evening uh, because there's a small period of time where they're like, okay, okay, but we need to be fed. We're highly motivated by our flesh. Uh, we like to feel good. So sometimes we need teaching. I need teaching to help me understand what discipline is, why some things are maybe not good for me. It's important for me to listen to the word of God. It's important for me to read the word of God, to read it, to open my Bible and read it so I can see how God has planned life for us. And uh, although the, the food that we feed our sheep is grain and corn and different things, this is our food. This is our food right here. And without this, we're going to go hungry. And when we go hungry, we get irrational. We get that, that hangry stuff going on. So um, I think about this a lot. So John, in the book of John, after Simon Peter portrayed Jesus and after Jesus was resurrected, Jesus asked Simon a question. He said, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than these? And Peter responds, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus' response is, feed my lambs. And three times this goes on, Simon, do you truly love me? Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Then take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus commissioned to him, feed my sheep. So whether you think that you're a shepherd or not, guess what? Do you love the Lord? Then feed his sheep. It might not mean standing up here and teaching scripture. It might be an encouraging word. It might be a prayer for someone, but it's part of our responsibility.
Point five, sheep need other sheep. They need relationships. So even the word sheep doesn't allow, there's no singular. It's one sheep, two sheep, three sheep. There's no singular for the sheep. Um, they do not thrive on their own. If you're familiar at all with sheep, they, they are gregarious by instinct. They have what's called the flocking instinct. That, and that is really their only defense system is for them to be together because they don't even have teeth where they can bite something. They have only one row of teeth in the front. On the bottom, they don't have any on the, uh, on the top. That's so they can eat grass. So their only uh, defense system is to be together. And we also, we need each other. We're not meant to be independent from each other. We were meant to depend on each other, to encourage one another, when someone is discouraged, it's our job to encourage them. When somebody needs prayer, it is our job. It's my job. If you say, I need prayer, it is my job to pray for you. And that's not, I speak, I want to speak from the I, but I really am saying this because I believe this is all of our jobs. It's not a professional's job. It's not Pastor Jamie and, and Heidi's job to be your shepherd. They have a role as a shepherd for all of us, but it's all of us, it's our job to shepherd one another, to encourage one another. There are over 40 verses in the New Testament alone that are one another verses. They call us to love each other, to teach each other, to admonish one another, to instruct one another, to encourage one another, to accept one another, to pray for one another, and so on. St uh, time after time in the New Testament. Do these things for each other. Point six. Sheep are stubborn. Okay, so I, I'm sorry. I, I have to really confess this because I am stubborn. I know it. I've always been a little bit that way, and I keep trying to learn how to not be stubborn, but I am stubborn. I need you to have compassion for me. I need you to have understanding, and I need you to have patience with me. I sometimes need a gentle touch. I need kindness, I need forgiveness, because sometimes we're just stubborn. I like to do things my own way sometimes, and sheep are like that. They like to do things their own way. They think that they know best, and they really don't, and so they do often things. Isaiah, we all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turn, turned to our own way. We, uh, we have, uh, we just got through with our lambing season, and uh, I think with sheep, it's ingrained in them to be stubborn. Um, sometimes when they're born, they're a little bit weak, and so we make sure that when they're, you know, we make sure that they're alive and they're breathing, but before we lock them away in a pen with their mother, we make sure that they know how to nurse. 
And, and sometimes they're not too bright. They, you think it, they, they would naturally, you know, get on the little teat and say, oh, nutrition, I'm hungry. You think they would naturally do that. Mm, not always the case. So we get up there, and I put them on my lap, and I lift them up to the, to the little teat to get them to nurse. And they pull away, and they don't want anything to do with it. And it's not necessarily natural. They can be really stubborn. When, uh, when the kids, the 4-H kids, come and buy lambs, they sometimes come and buy lambs. And, and uh, I always tell them, you got to have a lot of patience with your lamb when you take it to 4-H because you want to learn, you want to teach it how to lead on a halter, but it doesn't happen overnight. It takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of slow starts and, and trial and error sometimes, and you want to be gentle with them. And I tell you what, I've seen lots of kids in tears my sheep won't lead and stuff because sheep are stubborn. That's the way God created them. This is a passage out of John. This is going to be my last point. The passage says, The man who enters by the gate is the shepherd of his sheep. The watchman opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. Therefore, Jesus said again, I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of the sheep pen. I must bring them in also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock, one flock, and one shepherd. And if you've never seen this, I have another short video to show. This is a fun video to watch. If you ever wondered if that was true, you just got to see it. The sheep hear our voices, and they know us. 
We're the ones that speak into their lives on a daily basis. And that's how God knows us. He speaks into our life if we allow him to, if we don't get too stubborn. We know them by sight. We know them by voice. And if you've been to our farm, we've had a lot of people exclaim, Hi, you, you know everyone. They've all got names. And we're like, yeah, they do, and we do. We know who they are. We know what they're like. We know whether they're really stubborn-headed or whether they're more compliant, whether they're friendly or whether they're skittish, how much they like to eat or don't. We know all about them. So I have a question for you today. What is it that you need from God today? Do you need guidance? Do you need protection or healing? Do you need to be rescued and receive salvation? Do you need to be reading your Bible? Do you need fellowship? Do you need compassion? understanding, patience, forgiveness? Do you need the love of God present with you? On any one day, we will need something. So I'm just going to give you a minute just to consider. Consider what is it that you need from God today? Would you all stand with me? I want to just pray a prayer, a blessing over you today, and then we'll close with the doxology. So, Father God, I do pray that you would love your sheep today and the things that they've identified that they need, whether it's understanding, maybe they need healing, maybe they need a friend, maybe number of these things that they've identified that they need in their life. Lord, I pray that you would be the good shepherd and deliver that today to them. Help us not to be stubborn and uh, go our own way, but help us to walk in step with you today, Father. We thank you that you are our good shepherd. 
We thank you for that, Lord. 